0: This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake and you're tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show. Got my buddy here, Brad Allen. How are you? How are you, buddy? Doing great. Wisconsin, where we are in spring, is like slowly... We get teased. We get a couple of days in the 60s, and yeah. then it's back in the 40s. But...
1: Gosh, I mean, last month, uh, it, it was like 71 day, and then it was snowing the next. You know? I it's, know, it's something else. You don't like the weather in Wisconsin, just wait a day. It's going to change for you.
0: we got to start, Brad. I, I guess some people with these podcasts are doing a, a video version of it. And boy, you're so good looking. I think uh, fans oh wanna wanna oh take a look at you while you're talking. No, I don't think so. They say I, they say I have a face for audio. So
1: <laughs> I don't know. Where would we put a camera in
0: here? I, I don't know. know. We. we I'm <laughs> sure we could figure it out. Yeah. Quiring fans. Chirring <laughs> fans want to know. But great topic this week. I think there's so much going on in the world right now. Political turmoil, of course, rising inflation, pandemics. Volatility in the stock market, tax rates are going up, and so much more that can directly impact your financial confidence. And this is a lot to handle on your own, which is why I think so many people value the ability to turn to a financial advisor for help and guidance. But during times like this, uh, you know, a good financial advisor can make a big contribution to your financial well-being but a bad financial advisor could do a great deal of harm. And the challenge is these terms, good and bad, are subjective, and it's not always easy to know if a financial advisor is providing true value. So in today's show, we're going to discuss some of those red flags that may serve as a warning sign that it might be time to consider cutting ties with that broker or financial advisor. And while there's certainly plenty of competent ones out there, Not all financial advisors have your best interest in mind. Some could be more concerned with their egos or their income commissions than your well-being. And if you have concerns about your current portfolio or plan or you want a second opinion, these type of volatile times could be a good time to do that and see if you're getting everything you can out of your financial plan. Let's face it, you spend your whole life sacrificing and putting as much money aside as possible so that one day you can enjoy a confident retirement the last thing you want to do is later discover that a large part of your savings has been squandered away in fees, commissions, unsuitable investments recommended by a financial advisor. And with all the complexities and mounds of paperwork, it's not easy to always know if a financial advisor has your best interests at heart. So, today I want to explore some of the warning signs, but what we really want to spend more time is helping you derive a strategy that will ensure success in your version of retirement. And, you know, I think when you're talking about advisors, Brad, the first natural question is do I even need an advisor? Can I do this on my own?
1: Right, I mean, we meet so many people that throughout their life, they've had their 401Ks, they put uh, money into IRAs or non-qualified accounts, those kind of things, and they've done it all themselves. And and they've been very successful doing that. Um, What I always come to think about when when it comes to a topic like this is, do you have a portfolio or do you have a plan? Because just what stocks and bonds you have is not all a financial advisor should be doing for you, right? They should be coming up with a plan for retirement on different things. But before discussing what that maybe you want to cut ties with your broker, your financial advisor, let's just spend a few minutes exploring if you need one. So prior to making that decision, it might be a good idea to consider the two things that will make you a successful do-it-yourselfer when it comes to investing. So the first one is skill. You know, mistakes can be expensive, not fully understanding social security, when to take it, Medicare, how your retirement account withdrawals could potentially impact taxes and other complexities that can cost you a lot of money later on down the road that maybe you can't see today. Uh, A good financial advisor is not only gonna look at today, but we're gonna dive 20 years into the future too and, and just take a look at what tax bracket are you in then? What can you do today that can impact that tomorrow? The other one is is time. How much time do you have? You know, a lot of people want to do all this stuff in retirement. You, you've been dreaming. You've been giving your time to work for so long that once retirement comes, you want to kind of utilize your time the way you want to utilize it, whether that be traveling or building a car or whatever that might be. Do you have the time to sit and and invest for yourself? And maybe you do. Maybe it's something you love to do. Maybe it's a hobby that you want to take on. But that is something to to possibly take a look at is um, do you have that time? Um, So, you know, you just want to sit down and kind of take a look at uh, these two things, skills and time. And then there's some other things to think about as well.
0: And assuming you have both the skill and the time, I think there's two reasons why it might be wise to consider hiring a financial advisor. We really recommend a fiduciary. If you're not familiar, a fiduciary has a a legal obligation to put your interests ahead of theirs, so it's a little bit different relationship than a broker. Not that a broker is bad, but it's just important to understand the differences. But, But the first reason, if you do have skill and time to think about, applies to married couples where one spouse handles all the investment and planning. This is especially true when a husband who takes on the role of the do-it-yourself financial advisor. Some women often outlive their partners. This situation can put them in a vulnerable position of not being informed as to the finances and ultimately trying to find a financial advisor for help when you're in the middle of all that emotional turmoil. Far better that, that the couple had worked with, you know, a good advisor and had built up trust over time. And it's not always the husband. We're seeing a lot of, you know, couples where the wife comes in and she handles the finances, but maybe the husband's really going to need some help. God forbid something happens to the wife first. So you want to have a plan for that. The second reason you might consider is you may have the skill time and interest today to do it yourself, but this might not always be the case. As you age, you might find you have less interest or or, or maybe your skills have diminished over time. And I think, you know, we have to realize in retirement, mistakes count. When you're working, investing your 401k, it's a much easier time to make mistakes because you're not living off your retirement nest egg. You're living off your income. So you don't need it. You can let it recover in retirement, mistakes count. So you want to be careful for that. A good solution for even the most committed do it or might be to find a financial advisor to handle just a portion of your retirement portfolio. As time passes, if that advisor provides value, you might want to decide to let him or her help you with a greater portion of the portfolio. And when we think about this idea, Brad, about, you know, good, quote-unquote, versus bad advisors, you know, again, that's going to be a different definition for different people, but there's certainly some red flags we ought to consider.
1: Absolutely. And just let, let me preface that by saying there's a lot of great advisors all over the country that do have your best interest. They're trying to look at all these different things, but there are some red flags. So some of the things that we want to look at today, one of the red flags is, does your financial advisor focus only on investing? This is something we see a lot. You know it, it, That comes back to that, do you have a portfolio or do you have a plan? This might be a great match during the years when retirement As far in the future, where you're just focused on investing, being aggressive. You know, if the market goes down, let it come back up. You have time on your side. That's your accumulation phase in preparing for retirement. But once you get closer and closer to retirement, you start to ease back a little bit. Those those downturns become a little more scary. They become, you know, how long does it take you to make that money back when the market goes down? So your mindset kind of shifts a little bit, and rightfully so. You kind of pull back on the risk and what you have accumulated and, and what you're using and, and what is the most efficient manner to replace your paychecks for the rest of your life while investing and growing assets to keep up with inflation is still important in this distribution phase in retirement risk becomes an even greater consideration. How much risk are you taking? How much would your portfolio go down if the market really drops here? So that is absolutely one thing to put into that retirement plan. The other thing to think about too, and and this could be a small one for some people to think about, but it could be huge in the long run. How do you maximize social security? You know, anytime we talk about social securities, the phone lights up and everybody has their questions. There's 500 different ways you can take it, all these different things. But social security, you should think of it not just beyond delaying the start of your benefits. It's how does it work with everything else that you have? Should you draw from social security first or should you take from, from your 401k because you're in a lower tax bracket? You know, all these things matter. What you do with social security could affect your tax brackets later. It could affect how much your premiums are in health You know, all these things intertwined.
0: So you want to make sure that Social Security is part of that retirement plan. Really important. And I think if you're like so many people, you know, most Americans accumulate their savings in 401ks, IRAs, other traditional workplace retirement plans pre-tax. And you'll have to pay taxes on the money to withdraw for income. So, a big question is Has your current financial advisor come to you with strategies that should be considered today to have the best chance of minimizing these taxes in the future? The less money that goes to taxes, the more that is left to pay your bills and enjoy yourself, and the longer your money lasts, right? So, really important concept to consider. If you think about our, our three main tax, you know, kind of situations as buckets tax deferred, taxable, and tax free. You know, most people are coming in with a majority in that tax deferred, and that's just a ticking tax bomb. There's a big old IOU stamp on that from the IRS. And, and so, ideally, if we meet you early in retirement, we can start to balance those tax buckets. That makes a big difference on the longevity. And for so many folks, health care will likely be one of your major expenses in retirement. The Medicare plan you choose will have a great impact on how those expenses will be paid and how much of those expenses will come out of your pocket. Few advisors have the knowledge skill or interest in helping their clients make good medicare decisions in my view this is a big mistake considering how healthcare can be really expensive and it can really impact your retirement brad it's one of the reasons why at our firm here at least and you want to find a firm in my opinion that's gathered those professionals right so we have accountants that can do your tax returns help with the tax planning strategies We have an elder law attorney that can help us through estate planning. We have a health insurance agent that can independently shop around, look at Medicare Advantage, you know, Medicare supplemental plans, insurance to get you to Medicare age. And having all those professionals together can make a big, big difference. And, you know, legacy planning is another one, Brad, that can be a warning sign it's easy to ignore when you're younger ultimately it becomes a much bigger consideration later in life and this is an area where costly mistakes can easily be made without proper guidance again that's why we have an elder law here, attorney here. She specializes in that. And find firms. You know, Find a firm that does bring that those, those talented professionals together to work as a team. You know this business where you call up and, and your advisor says, oh, that's a great tax question or that's a great legal question, but I'm not an accountant or attorney. Call somebody else. Well, that's great but one hand doesn't know what the other is doing so it's really important to communicate i think a common example we see when it comes to the estate planning mistakes is incorrect beneficiary designations tax consequences of designating a trust as the beneficiary of an ira or 401k that can be significant These and other legacy planning issues may be beyond the skill set of the financial advisor whose sole focus is on investing, right? And Brad, you know, I think another warning we have to think about is, you know, does your financial advisor really take the time to address your concerns and, you know, kind of deal with the objectives that are important and unique to you? Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. That comes down to, two. you know, what are your goals? Uh, a lot of
1: advisors just want to focus on what stocks and bonds should you have. But I'll tell you what, when you're talking about legacy planning, Tony, I mean, there, there's so many different types of families that we meet that have different goals for their money in the long run. Some families want to leave everything to the kids, so they're living on ramen noodles and SpaghettiOs just to save as much money as they can for the kids. Some families want to leave whatever's left over, but they want to enjoy their their retirement while they have the opportunity to. And then some families want to bounce that last check they ever write, right? They want to spend every penny. But you can imagine that those are three very different roads that you can take when it comes to financial planning. So this next warning that we want to talk about is, does your financial advisor truly take the time to address your concerns and, and those objectives that are important to you? You know, planning should have a purpose and an objective beyond just achieving a growth rate on your savings, you know, uh, on that money. A good financial advisor is going to listen to you very carefully. They're going to gain a clear understanding of what your dream retirement looks like to you. And every. Everybody's going to be different in that in that aspect. Like I said, there's there's different types of goals and families out there is your dream to travel the world after you stop working. It, It won't just take money to make that happen. It requires availability of money at the right time during your retirement. You know, the worst thing that could happen is you plan this trip five years in advance and all of a sudden two months before you go on that trip, the market crashes. You don't have that money for the trip anymore. You have to cancel it, right? You know, you wanna have a plan for all these different things. We talk about buckets quite a bit. You wanna have different buckets to draw from no matter what the market's doing. We'll talk about it in a bit here, but the market's always gonna be on an upward or downward trend and you have to kind of prepare for that along the way. You know, do you see yourself spending time? Maybe you wanna help others in your retirement. Maybe you give to charity or church or those kind of things. You want to make sure that you're putting a plan together for that. There's some great tax advantages of possibly taking money from an IRA instead of your savings account to go to charity. You want to you know, sit down with somebody to make sure you're doing it the right way, the most efficient way possible so that you're absolutely getting the most out of your retirement.
0: Big, important question. I think most people think about charitable tax strategies and think I have to be a multimillionaire or a billionaire. That's not the case. Depending on your age group, if you're putting $10 a week in a basket at church or giving a few hundred dollars here and there, there can be some really simple, effective tax strategies. And maybe you're given a little bit bigger, and then there are some tax strategies in addition to that that can make a huge impact in the long run. And, you know, maybe, Brad, you talked about traveling or people that want to do charity. Maybe it includes spending more time with your kids and grandkids and, you know, using your savings to help them. Is your financial advisor aware of this, and has he or she presented ideas of possibly setting up some types of tax advantage educational fund, savings plan? If planning isn't tailored to meet your needs, then I think you have to ask yourself, what's the purpose? Another warning, Brad, we hear a lot is your advisor does not connect with you periodically to review your plan and discuss adjustments that might be needed. We call this proactive communication, right? A common objective of the people I meet with is to make sure they don't run out of money while they're still alive. And our, our hope is to help clients prevent this from happening. And we typically run projections based on certain assumptions, such as you know expected growth rates, rates of inflation, and income needing to be withdrawn from the savings, From this, we can gain a much clearer picture of how long savings last. But what if the assumptions aren't right? What if inflation is higher, income needs are greater, or the rate of savings is less than what we expected? Adjustments will need to be made, and there's always opportunities. Brad, I always say it's not the direction of the wind. It's the set of the sail. You know, if we think back to COVID, one of the reasons your advisor hopefully was calling you was to say, hey... Your IRA is down 20, 30%. Let's do a Roth conversion now because it's a smaller tax bill on a smaller number than it, when it rebounded, it rebounded income tax free. Or maybe he or she was saying, hey, we have a risk bucket and a safe bucket. Our safe bucket hasn't lost anything. So let's take a little bit out of that safe bucket and let's buy into the market when it's down 20 or 30%. And then we saw some very rapid returns. So, you know, there are always opportunities and I think you have to ask yourself, this is a big one for me, it's probably the biggest thing we see missing for most people's plans is a lack of tax planning strategies. When was the last time your financial advisor came to you with a tax? I'm not talking about tax returns. I'm talking about a planning strategy to reduce how much taxes you're going to pay during your retirement, And also reduce the tax bill when your beneficiaries inevitably inherit what's left. We know tax rates are going up in 2026. So right now is the time that you and your advisor should be exploring how you could be impacted. And more importantly, what can you do to help protect yourself from those rising tax rates? And Brad, I I think, you know, another warning we think about is you you really don't understand what and why your advisor is suggesting. Some people say, "I, I, I don't even know what they're saying. It's confusing. I think you call that the bobblehead, right? That's right. Yeah. That's where the head's bobbling and you have no idea what <laughs> here. He is home, You're like, what did that guy say? Right. You know, so. Uh, so, so,
1: yeah, I mean, uh, you know, one of the things, you want to understand your plan. You know, what's the point of having a plan if you don't understand it? You're putting your full trust into somebody else that the plan is in place, but you want to know what's going on along the way. So if you're unclear... Uh, about any of that kind of stuff. Have a conversation with your advisor. Find somebody who can relate the information to you. They They can tell you how to do things in a way that you will understand because that is the absolute most important thing. I always talk about, You know, we we work in Wisconsin here. We live in Wisconsin. We always talk real Wisconsin, right? It's not these big words that we learn in books and those kind of things. Let's explain it, especially when you get complicated with things like Roth conversions and tax strategies and income planning. Let's explain it in a way that everybody in the room can understand it. And why? What is the why behind it? Yes, we can do it. But why is it important? Why does it make a difference? Uh, Another warning is you're unclear as to the fees that you're being charged. This is a big one. You know, there's a lot of fees that are kind of hidden in in the industry here, and you don't know exactly what's coming out, what you're paying. You see that fees are taken out on the statement, but what does it actually mean? So when you ask for clarification on how your advisor is being paid, does he or she kind of squirm a little bit? Do they hesitate? Do they change the subject? A good financial advisor should be able to outline quickly and clearly how much you're paying and what are you getting in exchange? What is the value for the amount that you're paying? There's a very good chance that you're paying too much if you're told it doesn't matter, it's all about the returns, right? That's just not the right answer at this point in your life. Retirement is too important and you wanna make sure that you're doing all the other aspects, all the other things, not just investing the right way, right, there's all these other things you have to think about as well. Another one is your financial advisor does not work well with you and your spouse. This is something important to talk about in my many in in the years that I've worked with married couples. It's obvious that a lot of marriages, one spouse kind of plays a more dominant role, a vocal role when it comes to the planning process the other spouse just doesn't have a lot of interest in it. And and whether it's the husband or the wife, it doesn't matter if that other spouse doesn't have a lot of interest in it, what would happen if the the spouse that is doing everything passes away? Who would that remaining spouse turn to? Do you have a person in mind? Do you have a financial advisor that you would trust that could take care of things? So a lot of times we're meeting with families where maybe they are do-it-theirselfers at this point, but they wanna have a plan for later on in life if something does happen, they have somebody they trust that they can turn to at
0: that point it's hard to imagine brad but I, I still hear it you know a handful of times a year not not as often as i used to but you know where you know maybe a family comes on board or we're talking initially and and, and you know maybe i ask them hey you know what was the determining factor why did you choose our firm and you know they say you're the first person that's talked to my wife and, and i just i can't fathom that nowadays where you know couples are such a partnership and everybody's all in on a savings and a retirement plan, and it's just hard to imagine at this day of age that that's still happening. And one thing, though, we do need to think about is what we call stress testing the portfolio. Does your financial advisor expect the unexpected? Certainly, no one could have predicted the pandemic. It was totally unexpected. But what should be expected is market meltdowns. Regardless of their cause, they occur regularly. I think statistically, they happen more regularly than people may even think. They're part of investing. You want to prepare for that. You want to stress test your portfolio so it's not a surprise and you know you can survive that. And you want to ask yourself is my portfolio constructed to behave in a way that's consistent with my tolerance for risk? All too often, investors get lumped into generalities because of their age. A young person is aggressive, a retiree is conservative. I think in reality, people and their ability to deal with risk isn't quite that simple and binary. And because of this, many financial advisors have inaccurately assessed their clients tolerance for risk. They've misjudged the degree to which a client can kind of stomach sudden losses of 20, 30 percent or more in their retirement accounts. This almost ensures future problems because these kind of losses can and will occur that may cause panic it may cause you to feel like i need to sell and get out and prevent future losses you're locking in those losses at the bottom that can be the worst thing that can happen that's where that stress testing makes a big difference your financial advisor also needs to provide you with a simple written retirement and income plan here's the caveat a written retirement and income plan that you understand i don't mean some 45 page overly technical dissertation and only an engineer can comprehend I'm talking about a simple document that's clear and easy to understand that really tells you four simple things. Exactly when your retirement paychecks are going to start, exactly what part of your retirement assets those paychecks are coming from, how long will those paychecks last, and how is it going to grow over time? This is a simple two- to three-page document that lays all of this out in an easy-to-understand format, and it really ought to have some accurate, tax planning strategies to help reduce taxes over time. And you know, Brad, if I didn't honestly believe that a financial advisor was worth his or her weight in gold, I obviously wouldn't be in this business. But we get calls from clients all the time who are wrestling with some big problems. And sometimes their problems might not even relate to money. And I can't tell you what a great feeling it gives me to take a big problem and turn it into a smaller one or a better situation, make it go away completely. Now, I might sell some Excuse me, it might sound self-serving to say this, but if you don't get that same feeling from your current financial advisor, we think you deserve better. A lot of people believe it's perfectly logical to get a second medical opinion when their life is on the line, but oftentimes they're hesitant to get a second opinion regarding their financial health even though your retirement might be on the line. So don't make the same mistake. If you're experiencing any of these red flags or warnings, reach out, get a second opinion, and see if there's some opportunities to improve your retirement and income plan. And thanks for tuning in to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake and Associates LLC is not permitted to offer no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the US government or any governmental agency. the information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake and Associates LLC.